Hey, Jamie, I've got a question for you. What do you want, Tom? Who's on the podcast this coming Friday? Oh, is it someone big? Boy. Is uh, it a big one? Shall I bother listening this week? Yeah. If I was going to say uh, take. And I would say off no, your trousers. No, no. Take. Me out. No, take. Paddy McGuinness. No, take. Take on me. Take that. Wow. Have a little patience. But hang on, presumably you've only, you haven't got all three of them, have you? Presumably you've just got one of them. Buddy, we have all three of them on the podcast. They've released a new album. It's coming out. They're going on tour. They talk about the ups, the downs, the lefts, the rights, on everything that happened in Take the That. The ins, the outs. And they reveal it all this Friday. Exclusively. On Private Parts. That's a big one. I'm going to listen to that. yeah, because change is happening with the band, because things are starting to progress, I'm starting to learn that actually it's okay not to be bulletproof. And I've realized recently that I'm not bulletproof. Mm. Uh, and it's been kind of a scary wake-up call to go, oh, you're not indestructible. But the, the hardest part is admitting that that's okay, and I'm going through that at the moment. Totally. I think there's definitely a pressure. That's interesting. You're touching on the idea that there's actually a pressure to, to maintain some kind of solidarity or strength is there do you how do you how do you feel that was um that message was given to you i'm a i'm i'm by all accounts a strong woman i'm very very precious about you know morals and people's i ideals and all that sort of stuff i'm very confident in certain ways um and i've got this can we swear yeah, of course. Oh wait, don't give Can't a me? don't give a shoot attitude. Yeah, of course you can. I don't take any shit. Good. And that's Fuck that's yeah. not just for me. It's for other people. If I see someone, you know, taking shit, I'll often then not in. stand in and and be like, no, 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 bitch, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I've got a big voice. I'm a big girl. I am strong. I'm. All these kind of things that people expect me to be all the time. Yes, I was saying, when you're saying it's like an inward tell, it's almost like an expectation you're placed upon yourself. That must be really difficult. Yeah, because it's kind of like, and this is where it started from school, but not just in music. It was stars is always being the class fucking clown, and she's always smiling and happy. Yeah, I feel that. And then when I wasn't smiling and happy, when something changed, it was like, whoa. I this is not what you're supposed to be. Yeah. You're the funny one. You're the one that's supposed to smile all the time. It's like, well, guess what? I cry. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like, in terms of like, progressing in the music industry, um, 
it kind of like, so this is how it happened. Um, it's subconsciously I got travel anxiety and that's how it kind of like led in because I've like been on planes, I've been trains, cars, everything, never had a problem. And I've always had this, God, you're so confident. God, aren't you just, yeah. look, you can just walk in front of a crowd and do whatever and yeah, I feel as though I can and that's fine. So it felt like something somewhere else in my life had, had to give and it came through subconsciously through traveling and all of a sudden I was on a flight to New York and I went, oh shit, I'm gonna die. And I literally just panic set in and you know, I spoke to a few people, spoke to my partner and they're like, this actually comes through you not accept, you thinking that you're bulletproof and yeah. not letting yourself be a human being. So yeah, it's, it's rooted in trauma, isn't it? It's like, yeah. it's, it's uh, from what I understand of, of, of stuff like anxiety and depression, yeah. there's often a core emotion beneath it. Or, uh, and it's, this is like clawing its way out. You know, it's like, oh, I need to, you know, one of the first moments in which I realized I needed therapy was because I had a panic attack. And I'm, I'm, I actually, none of my stuff manifested as anxiety. I always looked at, anx as a, at anxiety as, oh, I'll be excited about that. But yeah, it was suddenly like I've, you know, and a panic attack is, is truly terrifying, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, I've been so, I, I, and 100% lucky, because you look at like Robbie Williams, for example. Yeah. One of the best performers, in my opinion, of all time. I mean, And he right. literally gets, He's terrified, right. and I'm very, very lucky that I've never experienced that before going on stage or doing anything in that sort of way. Kind of, that's the easy part of my life because right. I'm a massive attention seeker. So, <laughs> but that's really yeah. something, you know. No, because you know what you say. You say that to me in terms of I've I've felt that idea of being a class clown. I don't know if you've realised, but like sometimes I can be quite funny. I don't know. Fuck off. No. No. You at my own show expense, mostly. <laughs> no, at my own expense. I, I honestly fitted quite. I, I'm happy self-deprecating all that kind of malarkey, but you know, of course, it is enjoyable. It's fun. There's, the, you know, there's, there's pay, people have take on different roles, and you know, it kind of adds to this wonderful equilibrium of life. But of course, you know, it's a defense mechanism. You say that, and I remember getting older, especially after Rizzle kicks. There were serious moments where I had that when I'm like, oh wait, I don't think anything's funny for a bit. Like I, you know, yeah. and people almost understandably, which is why there's other incentives around this campaign surrounding you know, peer-to-peer -peer support and stuff like that, like, it's really difficult for that other person to go, wait, wait, no, but yeah. you're the person I rely on. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, when I have well, a breakup, no, you make a smile. joke. Yeah. You're supposed to smile now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, I don't, I can't smile right now and you're going to have to deal with that. <laughs> so, so how, so, so, at what age do you think it was the first time where you were maybe even aware of this common defense mechanism or, or? Oh, young. Really? Very young, you, yeah. You knew it was coming from, a, from yeah. another place. Um, I, like many, many people, I went through, my parents went through a divorce and it, God, it was awful. And um, I must have been about nine, ten when it was going on. And I'm not saying to my teachers, this is why I was a little shit. But um, it kind of was why I was a little shit. And um, yeah, I started to, you know, at school or in front of people, hey, you're right, laugh, laugh, laugh. As soon as the door closed, um, it was a different world and yeah. very upset, very dark. And that led into high school, which, and then... Wait, from, so from like 10, 11? Yeah, I think, I think it was properly, and you don't realise until you're older when you go, that's when that started. Right. And you don't realise at the time. And at this point as well, I, I was coming to terms with my sexuality yeah. that young, kind of like watching Hercules, you know, the Disney film, yeah, yeah. being like, holy fuck, Meg. 
Right. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do I want to keep watching this shite film? <laughs> and yeah. then obviously as I'm older, I'm, I'm putting everything together, I'm like, all this is going on at the same time in your head. How did you come out the other end? What, how old were you when uh, you first realised that you had a gift and that was uh, singing or writing? or what, what, yeah. well, At what point did creativity become an outlet? I was... When my dad says, in the really wonderful terms, you came out of the womb singing. Does he mean screaming? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Just, which is what I'm going to do in a bit. I've always wanted to sing. I've always wanted to do that. I kind of wanted to be a vet. Did you actually it, come out yeah, the second yeah. go? Yeah. Oh, I was like, like, I've been born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to be a singer. I've always wanted to do music. I did want to be a vet when I was like six and I saw a tarantula and something, <laughs> and I was like, fuck that. Yeah. So, um, Did many tarantulas always, go into animal hospitals? There was one. There was, was enough. one, that was and it. And he just fucked off all animals. Yeah, like someone's like, I've got this pen tarantula and it's like broke its leg, I need some help. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, but yeah, I've, al I've always wanted to do it, it's always, been something that I can't help but do it, and if I don't do it, then my soul is not being fed, and I'm a very, very sad person. This singing is my therapy session. Of course, it music is my therapy session. Writing songs is like writing a diary, and that's my escape. Yeah, which is so weird because for other people that's like their hell, but you know, coming on stage and performing in front of people is what's, my therapy. What, what's the, what do you think is there? Oh, the, the act of performance. Yeah, that is full on. I well, it can, it can lead into oh. other ideas and thoughts, can't it? I, I've, written, I've written songs where afterwards I've gone, I've really helped myself out with that without even knowing Amazing. what that was about. And then I look back at it and go, oh my God, how scared was she? <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's helped me out so much. That's real. And yeah, totally. And I was going through a phase um, at school when I self-harmed and it was a very dark place I'm coming to terms with my sexuality I'm dealing with being a large lady at a school in Yorkshire well anywhere and my parents have just got divorced and it's still pretty nasty and yeah it was a lot and it was but at the same time my brother's you know at this stage dealing with dyslexia and substance abuse and all this kind of stuff so I, I, I turned to music and my friends and it was a massive get out. The, the wake up call was when I was at school and I had my sleeves down on my shirt and they went, Stars, you're bleeding. Oh, and I was like, oh my God. They just wanted the floor to swallow me up. And I kind of got home, had a little chat with my dad about my sexuality, told him all this stuff, told him how I was feeling. And he was like, right, 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 Stars, up. Your Anastasia fucking walker. Mm. She doesn't accept abuse from people. She doesn't accept that she is anything other than amazing. And that's why I am sat here amazing. Look at me, I'm fucking men. And that, <laughs> it is, it's, I, I accepted myself. So I stopped hurting myself. You know, hearing you speak so kind of rolling honestly about self-harm is, Hard to hear, but it's so important. I mean, maybe I have obviously some more questions to ask, but just in this moment that you were willing to share, like, what would you say to someone who, who is looking to, to, to kind of, you know, 
place pain on themselves. I tell them to find something that makes them happier than anything else in the world and cling on to that. For me, that was music. So whether someone's into their sport, someone's into reading, watching your films, anything like that, just yeah. cling on to it really hard. And also being aware that you should 100% talk about it. People are terrified to say anything. When I saw the blood come through my shirt, it was kind of like my friends had saw it, my teacher had saw it, and that was like talking for me. It happened and I didn't get a chance to speak about it properly, but when I did, the weight that came off my shoulders, it's okay, it's not a taboo. It's okay not to be okay. And it's okay to go through hell, but you don't have to go through it alone. And damn right. Yeah, and go through it with someone else. Someone can hold your hand and it's not gonna be easy. People think that, oh, so you think I can talk to someone and everything's gonna be okay. Like, no, but it's a start, isn't it? Yeah. It's a start to being okay. And that's what we want to be. So. Most deaf man, you're yeah, you're incredibly inspiring. Um, Thank you. Music was your out there, yeah. and um, surely there was a moment hearing music, experiencing an album, an artist, a song that for you defined your love, or just an, yeah. just you know, just yeah, give me an yeah. example. Do you know what I mean? What what yeah. is it? Is there a song, an album, an artist who really represents a moment of time for you, good or bad, or represents a moment of time where you were like, fucking yes, music? Okay, computer, Radiohead. Woof. Which, you know, obviously is the happiest album in the world. Uh, it's an incredible album. That was yeah. two things for me. That's, that album helped me through my parents' divorce. Like, properly, that album held my hand. So, again, if you're feeling anything, hold hands with what you love because it fucking held my hand, that album. And it also made me realise that I want to be in a band. I didn't just want to be a yeah, singer anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't want to just sing songs on my own. Listening to that album was like, no, no, it's got to be a band. I've got to be a part of that. That, that was my way. Tom, to just like... For sure. My personal, personal favourite was actually The Bends, like, just yes. because that's the one that my... I was lying around. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but, yeah. Like, I mean, that's an incredible suggestion. For anyone who hasn't listened to our computer, even though I, I feel like you might have, or maybe not, then yeah. check it out. You will not be wasting your time. No way. Back in the day when songs were like six minutes, right? Yes, when songs were songs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this evening, the, we were going to be hearing a couple of songs from you, and then yes. there'll be another conversation. But I want to ask you two other questions before ah. that. What is your favourite colour? Orange. Why? That was quick. Yeah, I get asked that quite a lot. Isn't it? Weird. I even researched what it meant. <gasps> what does it mean? Yeah, it means that apparently I'm loud. <laughs> I'm bubbling. Why orange? And yeah. I don't know, that's obviously way off. Don't know, I've just always loved orange. Like, my bedroom has been, again, has been like orange. All right, next one. What is your favourite shape? My favourite shape is round. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, it's round. So it's not. I love that. It's not a circle. It's round. Yeah, it's round. Damn it's, right. It's big and curvy. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um, it genuinely is a circle. Yeah. Yeah. Great. For every bit of that symbolism. works perfectly with our campaign. It's love a fucking that. good answer, isn't it? My favourite colour is a circle. It would be awkward, isn't it? Maybe imagine if you said square, and I just made it really uncomfortable for An you. An orange circle. <laughs> yeah, love no, that. All right, fantastic. Uh, so these two songs, yeah. these first two songs, talk me through them, man. What are you yeah. going to say about them? What people are about to about to hear through their eardrums and what they're about to feel, maybe. Yeah. Um, so the first song we're going to do is called "Bag of Bones," and it's actually about coming out the other end of. You know, a very long period of time of not respecting yourself. Right. And accepting everything less than you deserve. 
and it's, you know, the first line is, please explain never learning my name. And it's kind of like that. You couldn't even be fucking bothered to call me by my name and just be there. I mean, there's lyrics in there that say, even demons cry when they see me. And it's Oof. that kind of, I am nameless, I am nothing, all this kind of stuff that you go through, whether you're in a relationship or whether it's in a workplace and someone makes you feel that fucking big and it can really, it latches onto you, that sort of feeling. And then if someone, let's say, is doing it at work, you can really take that everywhere with you. And we had to really dig deep into our, in our past and things that we've done to, we've ki we kind of went, right, when, when was a time when I felt that big or when is there moments in my life when I've allowed people to make me feel that big? And I get, I get this a lot. Oh, this is Star, she's, um, she's, she's, a, she's a lesbian singer. And I'm like, be. I'm also... I'm a lesbian singer. ...really into my Tarantino films. I'm also funny as fuck. I'm also a happy person, a sad person. Wait, why, no, why are you explaining hair. those things? Well, why, no, why do they say lesbian singer? Because it's all they see. And it's kind of like, you're not even going to describe me as a person. It's when I feel so used. Yeah, boxed. It, it makes you think, why have I been invited to this party? Oh, yeah, it's because I sing. And it's like, sometimes you I think to yourself... I just had serious flashbacks. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, you'll know that whole, why am I even invited? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you actually yes, don't do. like me. I'm being made to feel this big. So the whole point... Okay, can song. we stop this bit of the conversation <laughs> just because, like, I'm 2014, just won't get out of my head now. Yeah, <laughs> dude, no. That's cool. I was just a fun-loving guy. I've had a good time. For sure. <laughs> um, but it was. It's the end of that period. Of whoever introduced this is a lesbian singer is a wild person. <laughs> they, a they, few they, people. They yeah. should probably... She's a lesbian singer. I'm like, yeah, I only sing songs about vaginas. <laughs> and it's like... Wait, did, is that... No, not yet. Okay, cool. But I've just got an idea. Um, <laughs> and the song is about coming out of that dark place and going, I'm not a bag of bones. I am so much more. Yeah, full and, skeletal and structure. And I've got a wicked soul. Yeah. And it's... Fuck and, yeah. yeah. But still, my heart can bleed. I am so much more. I'm not a bag of bones. Is that you? And it's, yeah, preview. it's kind of going, bitch, please. It's, Feel that. I like this that you get to explain it and then we, we feel we yeah. get to hear the do you, you know because understandably the music would accompany this emotion do you think do you feel as though it fits did you have the song written down in your head did you listen to the music first and then go oh shit I'm gonna talk about uh, it was Ross had a riff nice Ross had this riff it was we were like we're gonna fucking use that in a song <laughs> That's amazing. All right, so that's Bag of Bones. That is, yeah. And then the second song is... It's called Adore Me. Adore Me. Adore Me. It's right. me at my most vulnerable ever. Right. It's um, it was my, in my first relationship with a woman. I'm still really young. I'm like 16 here. And it was just that being absolutely terrified that you're so happy something is going to go oh. wrong. And it's like, I'm so happy, I'm so happy, I'm so... Oh, no, please don't. And instead of doing the whole typical love song of I love you, all this kind of stuff, I love you so much, it really was a matter of do you adore me? Will you, will you always want me? Yeah? yeah? You always want me? And it's almost gets a little bit sadistic and it's almost like love me. Yeah. <laughs> love me. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, that was strange. It. I'm into it. Yeah, I bet you are. And, then <laughs> and um, yeah, it's me at my most vulnerable. <laughs> me at my most vulnerable, uh, my most scared. 
Um, am I most selfish? It's real. And I'm happy man. with it. I'm All with right, it. wicked. Well, without further ado, uh, I want to see you perform this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Bang Bang Romeo, make some thank noise. Thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, man. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Thank you. Explain, never learning my name, such a shy. I'm addicted to pain, don't you know? It's not a choice. But I need it, need it, need it, I need it, yeah. Talk to me like I'm here in the room. Had a dream that you knew me for me. Now awake, you don't see me. Thank you so much. Will you always want me? Hold me close, adore me dear. I have this fear that you won't always need me. You know you complete me here. I have this fear. All right, yes, make some noise for Bam Bam Romeo, y'all. Welcome back onto the stage, stars. And you're bringing with you the remainder of the bands. What's going on, guys? Yo, listen, straight up, that was fucking sick. Cheers, bro, thank you. Please, guys, introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Ross. I'm Richard. Wow, so amazing. Um, Thank you. And now you're all on stage. I think we'd like to continue the conversation about this um, syncopation, maybe, synchronicity amongst you all. I like the idea that you came with a riff and that inspired a feeling within you. And there's an addition. I mean, I'm sure at a point that you would come into play and then there would be this beautiful... How does that, how does that feel from from a from from a from the perspective of your respective instruments? Yeah. How does 
your involvement in the song making process feel for you? Um, yeah, a lot of the songs will can start with a riff, or it could come with with a lyric. That From where? <laughs> up here somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> wow. so Emotional yeah, just, just beating that you yeah. take. And you do you know? Take I don't know if anyone, just anyone who doesn't play guitar, you can say that. What do you mean? Fro- you just come <laughs> up with a riff. Is I that know. a thing? I suppose it's just influences. Yeah, you're listening to. And he looks like that. He just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whether it's the Beatles or whoever you listen to at the time, I don't know. It seems to sink in a little bit, and then, it, but, but like Stardust said earlier, it might be three o'clock in at night. You just got this. Know you've got something inside, but you've yeah. got to get this, and then get the guitar out, or if it's a lyric or whatever. Yeah. So then it'll go from that, and it'll usually me and Stars will come up with something, and then yeah. um, work on it, and Rich comes and yeah, <laughs> I mean, it all that. puts the meat on the bones. Yeah. Part of the reason I started drumming was to take out aggression. So. <laughs> you know, it's, there we it's, are. It's yeah. worked for me. I'm, I'm one of the. I'm, I'm a calm person. I mean, I, I, I would say that about myself. Well, he please. says he's a calm person, but really, we call him bitched from time to time. <gasps> <gasps> calm and honest. <laughs> calm and honest. <laughs> bitched, ladies Sorry. and gentlemen. Sorry. You did say you used drumming to take out aggression. That is a very real thing. Please explain to me the early stages of you decided to hit things with a stick. Um, well, <laughs> 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 well, I was always, I was always a big nerd. I liked chess. I like ma- I like Harry Potter. Yes. Um, that hasn't stopped. Um, right. And for for many reasons, I felt like the the best way to sort of ignore people and sort of get stay away from people was to be loud in a room on my own. And that's where I found my home. And I never really thought it would amount to this, um, but it has. And I just kind of go every day and yeah, yeah keep keep going <laughs> I think I think that's like in, uh, it's quite a powerful image to to find solace in noise yeah, yeah. was there a particular point was there someone who, who suggested drums did you just um, have feel drawn to them did you well I was I was my dad's always been big in, big on music like all our, all our fathers have been um, and massively influential on the way we've taken our careers yeah um, but it was a music teacher of mine who's who passed away sort of when I was in high school uh, that sort of made me, he said, you're going to do drums. And I couldn't afford lessons. I mean, I'm, I'm again, working class like these guys and kind of growing up in, a, in an environment where if I didn't succeed in academics, then I would probably end up just on the, just doing what everyone else does. Yeah. And um, I, al- I always took my education very seriously, but I also, I was given an opportunity by a teacher who said, I'm going to pay for your lessons. I'm going to make sure you do Seriously? this. Seriously? And, Yo. yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I know, he's on the back of the album cover, these guys know, and, and uh, mm. he'll always be someone that, you know. Yeah, that's pretty powerful, man. What Respect. Guy? Was it a, a similar exploration for you with, with guitar? Was there, is there, yeah. was there a space where you could find solace, find friendship? Yeah, kind of like what Richard said, it's my dad played, so there's always a guitar in the house and um, I just remember being a little kid just seeing it and it always intrigued me anyway I think I think then going from about being 10 11 I had lessons did my mum and dad paid for me to have some lessons and um, I just fell in love with it more and more yeah. you know there's not there's falling in love with the guitar and then listening to the Beatles to me is like I've never had an experience other than pure magic like it's not real it's like yeah. what is this and that's that that's it from is growing magic. up it is it's total like yeah, and it never leaves. And, and then doing the gigs and stuff, that can only just grow and grow. And then when I met Anastasia, and we just shared that same passion and thing, and it was like, wow. Like, we knew we yeah. wanted to do this. This is what we wanted to do. 
Yeah, I think that, that the power of instruments uh, from an early age is something that's really interesting. It's something that we're actively, again, um, there's, we've been working with a lot of people uh, in, in a, doing genuine research surrounding the healing properties of music and totally. we're looking into um, you know the governmental spend on stuff like instruments and whatever else. And I, I really do think that it's a... But do you, would you th actually, I'll ask you, do you, do you feel as though the power of music at an early age is maybe undervalued in our society? Or? Definitely, yeah. I mean, it's a productive way to put um, whatever sort of energy or it, whether it be aggression or just yeah. self-doubt, it's a productive way of putting that energy into a place where you can actually do something creative and feel like you've accomplished something. Yeah. And a lot of... I mean, we, we went to an old school of, of yours a few weeks back and yeah. me and some of the students there was... I mean, it was amazing, wasn't it? Just yeah, which is crazy how things have like changed from that point. So I remember being, yeah, the invite my school invited us back, which obviously was an awesome experience for me to talk to kids that were really interested in the music or interested in you know this industry, if you like. So we spoke to them, played for them. But I remember being at that school, and I remember at the time I could only pick one out of music, art, drama, and PE to take forward. I just remember thinking, are you Anyone? kidding me? Yeah. Are you joking? I love all of it. I love everything. <laughs> I love all of it. But, you know, I can take as much maths as I want. Take as much of that as you want. Um, and I know that, you know, there are starting to be changes in schools now where we're trying to introduce this. And that was the whole point of us going back to the school, was to try and push, you know, the arts more in the, you know, curriculum purely because, you know, it's not as people think it's not as important as math and science but in terms of mentally it's so important you know music art drama all these sort of creative outlets helps you it's therapy sessions of and it really is helping you my best friend has just become an art therapist and she's Love changing that. lives and it's it's incredible it's it's real and it should be used for more than just you know that's a really good apple that you've through there, Toby. Like, <laughs> actually, so it I, helps. I, that I, was my accent fit, yeah. <laughs> when you actually said that, I suddenly got an image of, of your friend <laughs> demoing a class on you and you just going, <laughs> orange! <laughs> it's an apple, it's orange. an orange. No. Um, totally. Which would be a piece of art. It would, yeah. Um, I'm really interested by the dynamic of you guys yeah. because uh, naturally there are some, I'd say maybe intersections or there's some nuances in the world of mental health, I think. Uh, the most important aspect of mental health is, of course, that it doesn't discriminate, you know, and it's and it it subjective, but it, it affects people in exactly the same way from every walk of life. But the expression of it, I think, can sometimes get shifted culturally, you know, from places in England, from uh, race, class, they're all different types of pressures. What, what each of you, how each of you felt y your environment um, would informed your, your understanding of mental health and how you guys feel in each other's company now and 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 or or just more about your support networks, you know? Yeah, well, we've had a few moments because well, me and Anastasia have known each other for quite a few years now, right. but Rich as well about five, five, yeah. six years. So you spend a lot of time together and you start to learn a few things. But even up to like six months ago, we're finding more things about our, our past and triggers yeah, as well. Like well, yeah, you yeah. learn that, but then you kind of know what we've all been through a little bit as well, so we're all there for each other. We're just like family, you know. Yeah, we, we, we spend more time with each other than we do our, yeah. our fa actual families, our blood yeah. families. And yeah. um, we talk every day, we talk every second of the day, and we try... On WhatsApp? Uh, yeah, and yeah. Facebook Messenger. Every contactable <laughs> source there is, because if we ignore one, they'll be on another. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, um, but yeah, it's just, 
we all we always try and be uh, an outlet for each other. We don't necessarily yeah. pry and we don't tend to. We're not just a musical family. It's a family end of like these two are my older brothers, and you know do anything for me. I do anything for them. So you you know putting the music aside, we're best friends and family, and you know forgetting about writing songs, forget all about that sort of stuff. We are we've got this amazing relationship where we always ask each other if we're all right. <laughs> like, and it's a genuine, like, it's always yeah. like, are you all right? And we can be totally, brutally honest with each other. Sometimes when we can't speak to someone else, we totally speak to each other. And we've dug each other out of some dark places before. And Which is incredible. And that's, uh, I find a lot of people struggling find that incredibly difficult to think about. You know, if you're, if you're uh, having a particular bout of depression or if, if, if someone is having a particular struggle, I think the be idea of even mentioning it, Instead of looking at it the other way around and going, I trust these people, so I'm going to tell them, put yourself in the position of being able to be trusted. Because people will talk to you. Oh, and these boys are the people that I can trust because they That's are. That's an incredible so. piece of advice. And just going back to, because to, to, obviously I hadn't had an opportunity to speak to you guys um, at the beginning. And uh, just growing up, what was the kind of, like I was saying, environment-wise, when were you first aware of mental health? Was it literally the moment where you was like, oh gosh, we we'll really love hitting these drums, or was it, you know what I mean? Or were there, what were the, was there a defining moment where you felt um, you were aware of, of how your actions were affecting your, you know, how you felt? Um, I think probably when there's family problems, you know, that kind of thing, I've been through that. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the hardest things to deal with. And my kind of nature is I've just wanted everyone to get along and be happy and then, Something like that comes across, and then it just kind of knocks you for six, and it's just how you deal with it. And I think same as stars, it's just getting the notepad out, writing songs and stuff like that. So yeah. that's how I dealt with it. Um, I think I learned kind of almost too late. Uh, I'm not really sure how much. I, I, yeah, I don't want to go into too much detail, but I knew I was I was stopped by someone that right. was close to me, and. Uh, then I, I then I knew, <laughs> then I knew that actually, in a similar way to your dad sitting you down and telling you this is who you are, you don't yeah. let anyone give you shit. I w I realized then, I am in control of this. Yeah. It's kind of like that back in the room. Yeah, no. yeah. Big love to you, and, uh, man. That's, that's like. And, and it, I was I was 19, so I was I was late, and I'd i not necessarily gone through a, a an extended period of time of being bullied or kind of being. Just hits you. But you, yeah, it was it was a very Grief, short space of time, it? and it was like a, like a fucking bus. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Totally. Um, but yeah, once once that point came around, I kind of decided that this is the person I want to be. This is what I'm going to allow affect me, and this is the person that I'm going to allow myself to become as a result of that. And he talked about it. Yeah, yeah. About dude, it, yeah. I swear, like I talked to every fucker about it. <laughs> 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 no, Good. but it's super powerful yeah. because I, you know, I, I, I feel like I've been in similar spaces, and 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 knowing that I, someone could watch a video and hear you speak like that is uh, honestly more more helpful than you can imagine. Um, and they're very inspiring because you're here and and you you made a decision and you and you know it seems as though you guys are doing fucking well. <laughs> let's be Cheers, honest. Um, but look, uh, I love you guys. <laughs> Love you too, man. And, and no, I really, so I, 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 the importance of, of speaking openly and showcasing the importance of support and that quote you said is definitely getting used um, <laughs> about being the person you can trust. Love that. Cheers, man. Boom. Let's do it. Make some noise of Bamman Romeo. Thank, thank you so you. much, guys. <laughs>
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Powered by Spirit Studios. 